0: He was slingin' puns at a bnB and b when he had an epiphany. I think a part in about time, too, about not playing d and It was free all, and I heard him say, he bought my borderlands. But just sit back
1: and let Spencer do his trick, cause you're incapable, hey. Hello, my name's Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall and welcome to Keep Off the Borderlands. Now, um, I've got quite a few messages following the last episode but I received a couple of messages from Liren of updates from the middle of nowhere regarding the Shurkas playtime episode and they got me thinking that there's perhaps some residual stuff creeping through there from me that I haven't really addressed. Yeah, so I thought I'd talk about that sooner rather than later. I'm hoping that perhaps I can clear up this messy business once and for all.
0: Hey Spencer, it's Laren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm listening to your Shirkers Playtime episode and I... I hope that the people who made these call-ins know me well enough to know that I'm not trying to be rude, but it's fascinating to me to hear a bunch of cis white men talk about how they had such a great and easy experience with the OSR. How can anything else be different? I mean, do you see the irony there? Because there is some. And also, um, I, I would encourage John not to personify that episode as if they stormed off and I would encourage you not to personify them as trying to encourage anyone to go with them because that isn't what Mike and Randy did at all. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to go listen to the rest of the episode and I'll send you another message. Hey, Spencer. It's Lauren again. Okay, I got to the end of that episode and I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what message from Goblins Henchman you're referring to. I listened to that, but it's been a while ago, and it's just been crazy around here. Um, I, you know, I guess I think that when it comes to politics, it's super easy for people to leave politics at the door if politics don't directly affect their life every day. And and it's easy to label something politics that is actually just something someone deals with every single day. Uh, for example, if their skin is a different color, or if they're uh, obese, or if they're super skinny, or if they're in a wheelchair, or I mean, you know, you name it. And it is nice that people can participate more online. Sadly, that doesn't take away people's biases about it when they do find out. So, I don't know. I, I'm. I guess I don't have the final answer.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Liran. First of all, as for my callers being a bunch of cis white males, I mean, statistically, you're probably right, but. Really, I don't know. I would certainly like a diverse audience. Who wouldn't? I do feel that I addressed the issue of us straight, cis, white males getting a seemingly easy ride in the remainder of that episode. Um, But, you know, we all do have our own unique struggles. And also that point of whether something is a political issue or not, isn't necessarily a choice for many people. Um, in fairness to John, he was expressing how he felt about my episode. And and my episode was a broader discussion rather than being solely about the Dice of Screaming, a podcast that he clearly doesn't listen to. And um, as probably safe to say, that I'm not the person they would choose to be representing them. I was going to say that in in my response to John's message, I wasn't specifically thinking about the Dice of Screaming. That I was actually thinking more about the Pipe Dream skit that I did quite some time ago. But I didn't feel that was entirely genuine. Um, there's a bit of a narrative distortion going on there perhaps as I think there's some unprocessed feeling leaking through there considering my initial feelings again in response to hearing the au revoir OSR episode when I first discovered the OSR some three years ago now it already seemed to be in the process of cleaning house cleaning up its act trying to improve its image. And over over that time, personally, discovering a greater diversity in the people producing material and diversity in the material itself, you know, all that seemed to be improving, to me, at least. Um, the reason we keep coming back to this issue of defining the OSR is because, you know, I think it's because of these concerted efforts it's made to be more diverse and more inclusive in every sense of the word. And it's not been a smooth transition by any means. And, you know, I certainly don't expect folks to be patting it on the back. But I do believe it has transformed for the better in that time that I've been aware of it. Ironically, the success has resulted in the term itself seeming somewhat redundant in its attempt to increase the inclusivity. So to hear a couple of guys talking about their experience being the exact opposite of that, that was surprising for me to hear. Maybe it doesn't make sense to be using that osr tag anymore but for me that's because of its loss of definition rather than what it represents it's just and it's it's just funny the emotional attachments you can have to things like this as for solutions well you're never going to eliminate bias you know we have biases that we could never be aware of but the What I would consider systemic stuff can certainly be addressed. Personally, I could be mindful of the possibility of bias wherever it might lay, make efforts to seek out more diverse voices. That that brings me to Brian, whose podcast entitled "Have to look that up." He does a great job of recommending stuff from more diverse perspectives and I've discovered some very interesting podcasts thanks to him already and um, yeah his podcast is well worth checking out. As for your messages Liren I, I thank you for listening to my podcast for continuing to listen and thanks for engaging and helping me to clarify what was motivating me.